What's going on? Am I doing the intro? Did did we discuss this and then I just forgot? Yeah, I actually said you were gonna do it. Oh, I'm so sorry. You were you were voluntold. <laughs> oh. Well, hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, this is episode, uh, the very special episode 69 uh, of Michigan Brews. Uh, what up, Matt? Thank you for joining us so early on in the episode. Matt, uh, it doesn't always happen with people. We, we catch a lot of stragglers. But uh, yeah, we are uh, talking with uh, Don and Joe of the uh, Pontiac Brewing Tribe. Uh, this is our, man, what? Fifth, sixth homebrew club? I don't really know. I should have... I think it's like six, but I will validate that real fucking. Yeah, take, take a look at it and see what we got. But uh, uh, they are one of our uh, friends out at the Michigan Homebrew Festival that we love to see every year. Um, I will let you guys, if you want, can you, you know, you know what? Before we even get to you guys, what do you in, in, in the club and everything like that? What are you drinking? The, the more important question here, I guess. Who cares about you? Yeah, <laughs> no, we, we, we need to know. The, 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 here. Found dark, strong. And I got Joe's pale ale. Pale ale. Yeah, outstanding, by the way. Ooh. I came here. He has the keyser, and I don't. So that's why I'm here, and we're not at my house. I totally get it. Well, got got to be. Is that the yeah. fermenter set up in the background there? Yes, yeah, it's bubbling away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us, guys. Um, appreciate uh, what you guys do for the homebrew community in the state of Michigan. Um, oh, yeah. Both of us watch you guys, and uh, thanks for everything you guys do. Um, <laughs> is your group, your uh, club called the Keepers of the Trophies? Is that right? Oh, <laughs> mine as well, right? Such a turn. Around, of course, Jason has it. Yeah. <laughs> do you keep that right by your desk just for these episodes? You know, it, it, I do. I, I, I polish it every day. Uh, sits right here. It comes up in, in almost every work meeting I'm on, too. I just have to show it. So, <laughs> you guys know, look, look at you guys. Homebrewer is actually drinking homebrew on a show about homebrew where. I'm just continuing on my ham street, killing hams. I was going to ask. It, it wouldn't be a, a normal keeper show without Jason drinking hams. Yeah. You had to do your hams clone soon, man. He told me. Uh, no, so I, I said, Brian and I were hanging out earlier this week, last week. I don't remember. And I said in, in a drunken haze, I need to do a hams clone. And Brian was like, no, you're a fucking idiot. Just buy the shit. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember that? I, no, I do remember that now because yeah, it's it's not gonna it's probably not gonna come out as good and, and it's gonna right. be more expensive. So right. you can't beat thirteen dollars back. So no. Yep. What are you drinking, Brian? Waste your time doing it, right? Uh, the opposite okay. of the hams, probably a uh, a New England IPA nice. uh, made with uh, Citra, Mosaic, and Motueka. Potentially even maybe too hazy. Uh, it's 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 on the verge of being like too too opaque maybe, but no, it's really good. What about you, Jordan? Looks great. Uh, I'm I'm starting off the night with a New Holland's full circle. Um, I've got a ham sitting here, but I've also got that um, the hydromel that I've got on tap. I might go dip into that after this glass is down. Damn! Wow! I uh. I want to, I want to talk to you more about meat after the show. I got I got questions. 
Oh, so great. perfect. No. Uh, so let's talk about Pontiac. Um, and, I, and I'll be dipping into other homebrew throughout the show and stuff. So if I'm making noise, my bad. My mom's my mom's in the chat. So hi, hi, mom. Apparently, my my hi, grandpa mom. only drank hams too. So <laughs> we, we got we got to discuss this about you having a grandpa read because I do too. Are we are we cousins? Are we brothers? <laughs> yeah. Are we secret brothers? <laughs> Yep. There goes the topic, guys, right off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five minutes in. Thanks for being on the show. Brighton and Dragonfly family. That's... Yeah. <laughs> All right. A little history. Um, yeah, about please. Uh, we started our charter in 1995, December. Our first meeting was in 96. We celebrated our 25th year anniversary last year. Luckily, it wasn't yeah. 2020. Um, we started out um, in a if anybody knows Scott King at Kings Brewery in Pontiac, he's old, 95, they started and stayed there. Unfortunately, close in 2009, we moved over to Big Buck Brewery in Auburn Hills off 75 mm -hmm. there. Eric Brigaman, you know that name? He's the, yeah. uh, we'll get more about him, but we, he was there. He said, hey, come on over Big Buck. So we went there. Um, and then he got promoted to um, head brewer at uh, Rochester Mills Pub in downtown Rochester as the head brewer. So we went over there and he was there for a while. And then um, the owner of Rochester Mills bought a warehouse out in Auburn Hills. I don't know if you guys been to the Rochester Mills Production Brewery. Yeah. Over there, just south of the palace, basically. Yep. For guys on the west side, it's where the Pistons used to play until they tore it down. Um, so we've been there since 2011 and that's our current home for 10 years now. So, um, one of our notable members, Rex Halfpenny was a founding member. If you know that name from the Michigan beer guide. I was, yeah, I was going to say that sounds very familiar. Yeah. Yep. So basically we followed, stalked or followed Eric Brigham around for, uh, about 20 years now. So he's been really good to us, um, promoting homebrewing. Um, so we do a lot for them. They do a lot for us. So it's a win-win for um both organizations how many uh how many members you guys got um that's a great question we got 32 and six lifetimes so we're 38 oh. ish um we fluctuated for a little while 20 went down to 25 and 28 20 in this 2021 we gained six new members so we're up to 32 now nice that's awesome yeah so 30 bucks a year um like I said, we meet at the production tap room. If you ever been in the tap room there, so we meet the second Tuesday of every month out there, um, and we bounce around to other. We'll get into that later, but we we're friends and with about five different breweries around there. Um, so we meet up at other places, just you know, to be out and about and get out of mm -hmm. get out of the house, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do the same thing, moving around Kalamazoo, kind of bouncing around wherever we can find a quiet place to meet. Absolutely. And usually we find breweries. If you go in there and spend money, they're going to they're going to say, hey, yeah, come on by. You know, as long as you don't bring in, you know, all your kegs and, you know, <laughs> Saturday afternoon. So, yeah. Um, so what, what do you, what do you got to do to get a lifer? Uh, the, you're the first one uh, that's mentioned that lifetime membership. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, see the bylaws where it's like you go above and beyond. You spend a, basically you kicked ass for a long time. Really. Um, 
like I said, we've been around 25 years. So yeah. our treasure has been the treasure for 25 years. So holy shit. And this is his 26 year rich. Um, and we've had presidents do three, four, five years. Um, just the guys who are kick ass organizers and people in our, in our group, uh, we want to recognize them as lifetime members to get free membership, free food. We do food at every meeting. We have a food mm. coordinator. Uh, we usually try to pair, not always, but pair food with uh, with a beer. Like in March, we're going to do St. Patrick's Day, and we're going to do stouts accompanying with that. So um, just people who, who you know, the core guys and gals who kicked ass for a long time and who are no longer officers, but we wanted to recognize them for what they did in our group. And that's one of the things we do to, you know. No, I think that's a, I think that's a cool program. We've got our current president has been president for five years now. Right. And we won't let him resign. So I think it's a way to just not get a lifetime lifetime. I think now we should bring that motion and just make him lifetime member lifetime president call her good <laughs> yeah. let me know how that works for you <laughs> we, we only need one more vote we could vote for it on air here honestly yeah just you know tim or patrick and chat and then we're good to go yeah. <laughs> i think we've had a lot of guys we're we have some a lot of guys 50 years and older and they're retiring and they move yep. away. So we make them, you know, like an ex a president who would, will make them a lifetime president before they leave and just, you know, recognize people. That's yeah, what we try to do. Cause I, as you guys know, it's a, our pay, no matter the newest guy or the guy who's been there 20 years, the pay is still the same. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Same thing. We pay David. That's kind of who we are. What we, um, <laughs> What we do just me or the day, uh, they yeah, we might we might have lost them for a second. Froze up for a second, they're so oh, good. Back? All right, there. Uh, hey, I hear you, don't see it yet. <laughs> um, what we kind of wanted to talk about is uh, Big Brew Day. I don't have any of you guys been out Big Brew Day in April, okay. Yeah, I mean, we we do a big brew day. Uh, we do big brew day. I think with the national in like early May. Are they gone? Gone? Can we hear you guys? Can you hear us? I don't know. It sounded like you said okay. I thought he was responding to us, but maybe it was just the what cut off before he uh, before they lost. They, they, they might be reconnecting, but that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's let's we can talk about Big Brew Day real quick while they while they reconnect. So the uh, the first Saturday in May every year uh, is like a it's like a beer holiday. It's called Big Brew Day. Um, I don't remember who instituted it. Gosh, it's 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 like a legit thing it was uh it was some president quite a while ago um man i sound dumb but in any case um what happens on big brew day is the aha puts together a recipe or two and or am i thinking of learning how to homebrew it i don't know anyway oh, we got don and joe back but in any case <laughs> i don't know how <laughs> the uh no, you're fine. I, I was just explaining what Big Brew Day was while you were uh, while you were coming back for people that might be listening and don't know. So, um, basically, uh, breweries or organizations or somewhere around the uh, the country will uh, host homebrewers um, 
or at least that's what happens around here. And uh, often you'll get breweries that volunteer to um, share a lot of their space and a bunch of homebrewers come and they brew the same recipe. And uh, um, some breweries will take, you know, all of that wort and mix it half and half and put that beer on tap or some will put, you know, ferment the entire thing and put it on tap or, um, or, you know, uh, homebrewers can just brew that recipe at home and just be part of the, the event and the experience and, and brew one of those beers. I think last year was Janet's Brown and something else. I, I can't recall, but in any case, it's a really fun experience. Um, at the, you know, end of the day, you know, three weeks later, you're, uh, you're left with uh, kind of your version of the same beer that, you know, thousands of other people in the country have brewed, um, and you get to all talk about it and it's really cool. But what uh, what were you guys saying as far as like a big brew day goes out near your way? Um, we hold it at Rochester Mills Production Facility. Um, this year, it's gonna be May 21st. Uh, more information is at bigbrewday.com. The registration is not open yet, but bigbrewday.com. Um, on the average, we have about 80 to 90 batches that are brewed that day. 600 wow. to 900 gallons are brewed that day. Um, we supply all the grains, hops, and yeast of 1272 yeast that day. Um, you, when the website opens late April, you sign up, put in your recipes, and um, our club puts all the batches together. All the hops separate the hops, and you show up with a sanitized growler in your system. You park out back and you set up and you brew all day. We've got lunch there. Um, and then at three o'clock, we have a huge homebrew festival raffle, just loaded with homebrew uh, uh, related prizes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And it's gonna be May 21st this year. Um, we're doing it a little bit different. Um, we're only gonna do base grains this year. Hmm. Reason being, um, we used to supply the specialty grains and we would throw them all in one bag. And if we had four specialty grains, you had to choose which and what you could bring your own. But this year, we're just going to give you base grains. We don't know how many yet. We haven't figured that out. Three or four base grains. And then um, over here, Cadillac Straits, you know, guys, you know, Gary and Gordy from Cadillac Straits, mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be our specialty grain. Uh, homebrew store this year, meaning you go there and buy the specialty grains. We haven't worked out all the details yet, but um, you go there if you want to buy it from wherever you buy your specialty grains, but we're hoping you go to Cadillac Straits and support Gary and have a beer over there and buy your specialty grains. Cool. And bring over. we'll supply the base grain and the hops and the and the yeast, and you bring your own yeast um, and brew that day, May 21st. It's a, a fun so day. Yeah. Your big brew day is uh, similar, but kind of disassociated from like the AHA's big brew day or. Yeah, that um, was, yeah. We originally, okay. we originally um, did it the last Saturday in April. Reason being, um, so the first Saturday in May, guys could go with their home brew clubs and brew then. You just lost him again, but I linked it. Uh, I link bigbrewday.com in our chats, so it's in our menus there. And then I think what he was saying is, yeah, most most homebrew clubs kind of get together on May 7th with their local outfits and do it, but uh, yeah. this is cool. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, it, you know, so it's we call it Big Brew Day, but it's really our own version of 
that. Um, all the grains and hops and all that is supplied by Rochester Mills. So um, that's why we offer it to everybody. It's just a great event. There's a video on there from 2019. If you guys want to play to like a little two minute video on bigbrewdy.com, you scroll down in the video. So um, it's just a lot of fun that day. Um, you get to see people. Uh, one of my favorite stories is um, this young couple came out there brought their brew pot they're in the 2023 20, young couple and um they said we've never done all green before joe and becca so we put them with one of our guys probably five six years ago and they came back last year and brewed and then we also have a big review we'll talk about they came back to the review and won like second place so we're like that's what it's all about right there teaching people uh how to brew, what it's about. They didn't know anything about it. And now they're, you know, winning a contest. So, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. And I, they, I, they lived over on this side of town, over in Detroit area, and they're over by you guys now, and they still come back. Nice. Wow. The zoo area, and they still come back every year. It's cool as heck. We, uh, J Jason has a question for you. Yep. I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I just I just I just posted your link uh before we had that, that little clip a second ago. But um yeah, no, we should uh I'm I'm double checking with my wife, but I think I'm clear that weekend. Uh we right. should come over. Um I'm sure Brian your your rig's mobile. Um Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun to come and invade a little bit and, and, and brew and, and stream uh, and stuff. That'd be so fun. Streaming and walk around and get some video of it. You have anybody doing that yet? Um, we did, uh, but his company blew up, so he's like too big to. The guy who did the twenty <laughs> with all the COVID and all that, his video company blew up, so now he's like, oh. there's oh, no other spots. So we'll, we'll keep yeah. it so fucking amateurish. It's still never. <laughs> yeah. No, that, you must have been reading our mind because uh, we were going to invite you guys over. Um, we'll save some. We'll. Uh, Reserve because parking's a little tricky there, but we'll reserve some spots for you guys, and you can get in and out when you want. And uh, yeah, it'd be fun. That'd be cool. I, I, we'd come over and brew, and uh, yeah, yeah, we can set up the camera and capture some video, maybe do some spot interviews or something. That'll be awesome. Um, Absolutely. In yeah, fact, we're to date, um, rain or shine. Um, right on. And then uh, six weeks later, we call it the Big Brew Review. If you brewed out back that day. You bring your beer back. Um, it's going to be July 9th, same place, Rochester Mills Production Facility. And you bring your beers in. We set them all up, and we have two categories. We have a people's choice, and we have a brewer's choice. Brewer's choice is if you brew it out back, you and your buddy, you can vote on the beers for brewer's choice, one through three, and, uh, and uh, honorable mention. And then people's choice is just anybody shows up in whatever beer they like. And cool. we should just have people's choice, and it was the guy who brought the most friends. Surprisingly, one year the people's choice and the brewer's choice was the same beer. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's that's some that's some accolades. That's great yeah, beer. Absolutely. It was a cherry art. If you're watching, art arsenal. Um, it was his beer, cherry something. He retired and moved to Minnesota, and he's hooked up with uh, St. Paul Homebrew Club now. So, Art, if you're on, man, chime in. Forget it. Cherry. <laughs> anyway, 
seems like fruit beers do well at those kind of places in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they I, do well everywhere. I was going to say, yeah. when, I, when I first started brewing, <laughs> I did kind of participate in a little people's choice thing with a, a really sweet pumpkin beer. And it really, it, 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 the only beer that beat it was a, a really sweet peach beer. So, I mean, yeah. compared to all these other traditional beer styles, you know, it's, I, I, it all goes back to sugar. You know, when you're in the bigger crowd and you're, you're, you're doing it to the masses, uh, sugar wins. So yep. in the summer too, you know, it's high out. So I was going to say a, a question regarding the, your, your brew day. I know a lot of people have these uh, like electric all-in-one systems that they're brewing on these days. Do you have like electric hookups if somebody wanted to come out and brew on, you know, one of those? We do. Um, it's, it's limited um, to, it's an industrial warehouse. So mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's limited. We can't do 220 for liability reasons. Mm -hmm. but I, for the mills liability, they won't let us brew 220. So it'd be a 110 system. Yeah, you could absolutely. If you bring cords and splitters, we could we could accommodate. And we do have uh, a, on the website um, whether you're electric because we get about five percent, seven percent electric guys. Yeah, there's yeah, so, out there. Okay, you just got to be up close. You know. Depends on how long your extension cord is and if you want people running it over. So you need to stay close yep. to the building. And so we, logistically, we can handle it, yes. We, we talked to Matt here, who sounds like he's uh, 30 minutes north of you guys. And uh, I don't think – I think we, he's not part of a club, right, Matt? You're not part of a club right now? So uh, it would be awesome if you wanted to bring your system down and, and come hang out with us too. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oops. Electric life. Electric, electric life, life. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm electric, so I mean, yeah, we have an electrical engineer that uh, has a system that's uh, out of control. So yeah, <laughs> and his is 220, and he's always bummed he can't bring it. That was gonna, yeah, not quite portable. Yeah, I think it's portable. Some of it's portable, but yeah. anyway, that's a different. That's a whole yeah, different show. We can break yeah. it down the whole show. Yeah, he'll come in here and break it down. The liability on 220, they just can't get the insurance for it. I guess is what you know. I didn't realize there was a big difference regarding like insurance and stuff like that for for that. That's interesting. Yeah. And that's through the mills. You know, that's not through our insurance. That's just the mills. Like no 220. Honestly, yeah. they have a hookup. They might have a hookup for their stuff, but they don't want. Yeah. Us. Sure, you oh, got sure. your, yeah. your, your shitty home wired uh, 220 brew kettle, and then you kill 15 guys <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, you yeah, see system. I totally get it. <laughs> 110 will give, wake you up, 220 will do a little more damage. What was that? There, there's a John Goodman movie, uh, King Ralph. Anybody ever see that? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's where the, the, don't the think photographer. I they go a wire uh, the some photographer runs a wire through a puddle and uh, next to a metal bleacher and kills the whole royal family oh my god oh <laughs> <laughs> that, that probably would happen you drinking beers and next thing you know you got oh man, oh, man. so those, those are our, that's our um our two events, the Big Brew Day and the uh, Review. Um, like I said, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun, too. So, Do you do uh, any awesome. other competitions? Um, like, Not that this is like a legit, well, it is a legit competition, but now like, it's like, you know, people's choice and stuff like that. Right. Do you do any like, like inner club, like weird competitions, like brewing beers with donuts or anything like that? 
like style no. competitions or anything. Okay. So, I, I see. I see a cereal back there. Oh, sitting yeah, on yeah. top of the fermenter. <laughs> yeah, I stole some of my cereal and put it out here. So it's a future project. Um, we do a little bit of that. Um, we did a smash beer, uh, which is very interesting. That's a great. Everybody brews just so you know. We get a list of the grain. One grain was about thirty grains, thirty hops, and people bring in the smash beer. That was interesting. Um, cool. Next month we're going to do. We haven't guys don't know this from the tribe yet. But we're going to do commercial or clone. Bring in three. We're stealing it from um, Mike Nell with the, the uh, Brewlosophy. Yeah. Brew mm-hmm. Kind of his idea. We're going to bring in three beers. They could all be home brews. They could all be commercial, or they could be any variation of it. So it's all going to be this. That's very cool. Similar. I don't want to give a, if this was after the vignette, give you all the details. But um, so we're going to do that. So and this year we're going to concentrate more. Joe is head of the competition committee this year. Um, we're going to concentrate more on competition. So, cool. To answer your question, we we probably got five or six guys that uh, enter. Um, you know, Michigan Beer Cup, State Fair, um, Web, uh, but really want to get more into that. So, we're going to put more emphasis on that this year. I'm a. Uh, I'm going to steal the show for a half sec here and yep. say that. Uh, um, we, uh, I, I'm, uh, I've been talking to Gail Milburn a little bit about doing a, uh, BJCP beer tasting exam in Michigan this year. Uh, and she said that she was totally down to do it. If we can get some, uh, committed, uh, uh, you know, test takers, you know, people that were like, yep, I'm hundred percent going to be there because they need a, a minimum of six people to be there. And if like, you know, it just comes down to five and, you know, somebody flakes out or something, then uh the exam can't happen so if you guys have any interest or know somebody around you that has any interest in doing that let me know um or gail know and uh we'll definitely um we'd be be really excited to hear that um because we we definitely need more judges in michigan there's always a shortage of judges and stewards and stuff like that so yeah oh yeah no absolutely Mm -hmm. so i'm just putting the uh, a bug in your guys's ear if uh if that ends up coming up absolutely because um, we, the Michigan Beer Cup has been hosted at the Rochester Mills production facility for about 10, 10 years. And a lot of our guys and me, I've been stewarding and kind of opening the building in the morning, Saturday and Sunday for like 10 years. So I, I see that. And, and we, you know, we were there from like eight in the morning till six at night, Saturday and Sunday when we used to do six, seven, one year we had 745 beers, guys. Oh my God. That was when you could do seven. Yeah. Beers together oh, per yeah. person. Yeah. And they, one year they had to do the best of show Sunday night about six o'clock. They just said, we the best of show at the Homebrew Festival. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> so, COVID kind of the 125 last year, I know everybody hated it, but it was easy as hell for us just, <laughs> because we need more BJCP judges. It's no, yeah, totally. It's a the, fact. Uh, and I've got opinions about you know, all that, but I don't want to get <laughs> all, you know. It's, yep. What is it? 180 I, questions in an hour? Is that 180 in an hour? Online yep, for the, the beer one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Is, it, it's is not different. Choice, so it's uh, it's true false. Uh, I think it's like 92 true and false, um, 40 something multiple choice, and the rest are multiple choice, multiple answer. Um, right. And, it, and 
according to like their study material, I think if you if you were just to randomly guess on just the true false and the multiple choice questions, you can still statistically come out with something like a like a mid forties, and all you need is a sixty percent to pass. So there's sixty four percent, I think, to pass. So it's not it's not really too bad, um, and it's open book. So as long as you know, you know at least like a third of the questions and can answer those really quickly. Each question that you know that you can answer quickly gives you like 18 seconds back to look up an answer for later. So it's it's really not too hard to pass the online exam. I, I just did it um, like a month ago, I think. And I just passed the the meet online exam today. Um, nice. Right. So, yeah. so there there it's not it's not really too bad. And and if you guys have any members that want to study or something like that, um, I want to maybe do like an online study group or something like that. Um, I'm that's only that's where I'm at as far as my level goes. I haven't taken the tasting exam yet, so um, but I did a lot of work to taste uh, or to to do the online exam, and so I'd love to. Um, help push people and, and make them feel comfortable in tasting the, the online or taking the online exam. Um, It'd be cool if we can get some going here because when yeah. you were, right, you said the nearest one was like Cincinnati. Or... Yeah, yeah. I'd much rather uh, drive to Detroit uh, versus Cincinnati or something like that if I can help it. Plus, be Michigan peeps. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's and, you know Michigan's a huge homebrew state and we. Oh, yeah. We got to drive to Ohio. It's just not. I know. I know. And everybody, yeah. I, I went to the uh, the tastings with Fred Bonjour at Urban Rest, mm -hmm. the 20, whatever it was, from September to, to April or whatever. And it, it was so knowledgeable. And and now he's, what, retired and gone? He's not doing it anymore? And has anyone picked up the ball on that? Um, sounds like Brian's trying to with Gail. Yeah, I am. So, okay. so Gail has told me that she would love to put on exams. Her issue is that she just um, can't get people to commit again and again and again. She can't get people to commit. So, yeah, that's, um, and then location is like, I don't want to drive to Ann Arbor. I don't want to drive to Lansing. I don't want to drive to Detroit. So, yeah, there's that too, which yeah. is probably part of that commitment. Yeah. yeah so. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to to light a fire under under some asses here in, in Michigan particularly South Michigan you know all the way from east to west coast so yeah uh, we'll see how we do I, I, I one of the things to and now I'm, I'm derailing from the whole uh, your club I'm sorry oh, no. No, no. <laughs> this is near and dear to my heart it really is like I said, okay we a lot of the judges that we have uh i mean not not even just in michigan but all over are you know 45 plus you know probably i'd wager more are in, in their 50s or older you know, we don't have a lot of young judges and uh and if we don't get people you know in their 20s and 30s really interested and Aging you know it, yeah then then the the program's just gonna <laughs> there it is and stuff, yeah. especially around here so i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i can I, I, that's my my new goal i guess but anyway thanks for letting me go off topic for a second. Right now, Brian, it, I, I saw it coming for the last no no i've seen that happen for the last four or five years it, it's um this yeah Nikki uh, and um, Dan Frechette run, as you know, and other people have ran it too. Andy from um, Cap and Cork and various other people. And it's like, it's tough getting the judges out there. And then they can't, you know, certain ones can't judge. They're allergic to this or this or that. So it, it's a, 
it's a uh, of entries into competition. Yep. Right. Right. And to be honest, I can see that the Michigan Beer Cup probably won't go back above. I don't want to guess, but above two, three hundred entries, mm -hmm. just because of the BJCP. Because they went to one twenty-five, and we're out of there Sunday at three o'clock with the best of show already done. So it's yeah. just. Yeah, I can see maybe going to two. I'm not speaking for the Michigan Beer Cup, but I could just see, unless guys from homebrew clubs, if you send your beers out, send your guys and gals. Yep. Oh, so I, I started helping organize, or I, I started helping Nikki with the Michigan Beer Cup and a few other people last year, and and basically what you know, I, I my part of it was was to try to drum up more interest over here on the on the west side, and I muled all the beer from the west side. Uh, I did reach out and uh, and I, I I probably found twelve to fifteen judges that were interested in coming over, um, but it just you know timing and COVID and all of that uncertainty. But you know I, I know we've got a lot of people over here, um, some new BJCP judges, just some pros. You know people we've had on the show here, the guys from Stormcloud even said they'd come down to judge it. You know and. Uh, so I'm hoping uh, when when we start up the the meetings for the Michigan Beer Cup again, uh, hopefully soon, um, we'll be able to uh, you know be able to leverage that and get some more judges so we can increase that number a little bit. Absolutely, it it did make it interesting to get only under one beer. It was it was interesting, put it that way. Because it was beer. I mean, <clears throat> not gonna. Not gonna complain too much, uh, <laughs> but it would have been nice to, to have some more. Um, would have been nice to have, uh, yeah, you, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. It was unprecedented, unprecedented time, though. Yeah, you know, COVID. Yep. COVID screwed up a lot of things. You know, and even I, I, I chuckle. We, uh, we, we talked to Blair Bowman from the the Michigan State Fair. You know, and yeah. Uh, they actually have the trophy, the, the the traveling trophy. So whoever wins the Michigan State Fair gets the trophy for a year, you know, and they're all engraved. And so he actually took and he put uh, for 2020, he put the winner as COVID yeah. on the trophy. I saw, your, I saw your broadcast from there. Yeah. So uh, messed up a lot of stuff. But do you remember how many entries they had out there at State Fair? So he did 300. Um, well, he opened it up to 300, but I don't think he, I think they sold somewhere around uh, mid mid to high 200s, but he, they were also allowing uh, five entries per. Yeah. So, yeah. Was that the second year they done that or third? Yeah. Second, second year. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad to see that pick back up. That was, because some of our guys are so old that they used to do the old state fair homebrew competition when it was at eight and Woodward back in the day. Yeah. And, and you'd ask about competition. Um, we'll have a meeting or just a gathering at some guy who's been in the club 10, 15, 20 years ago in the basement. He's got medals from the 90s. And they, a lot of our guys have been there and done it. So they don't do competition anymore. They're, you know, 60s and 70s. They just brew, you know, they brew for their wife. And I like my pale ale and yada. So we got a lot of that. Every club does, but that's. Yeah. It, that's, you know, I was interested to hear that, that, you know, Don, you were kind of the homebrew or competition pusher, right, for your club? Yeah. I've yeah. always been, when, when I first joined, I heard, oh, we're not that kind of club. I, I've been in the club 10 years. 
<laughs> that kind of club when I first joined. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think that that was that was my role in keepers as I came in, and you know, not many people were doing competitions. I don't really think anybody was. No. Other than bells, um, you know, and and keep you know pushing and educating and yeah, you know, in fact, Brian and I just last week we did a uh, we spoke at uh, Cobb's home brew club meeting talking about how to brew for competitions. We do a presentation on that. We were really hoping to stream it. Um, but the internet gods didn't cooperate, (laughs) but, uh, Jason pours in well at our, at our club, basically. It's the best way to get, uh, you know, unbiased feedback and, um, you know, learn to brew better beer. Um, one more comment on the uh, Michigan beer cup. If you're in Southeast Michigan and you want to learn more about home brews and meet home brewers, show up to steward. Oh yeah. Beer cup. Mm -hmm. Number one, you get to see what it's about. Number two, when those beers come back, you get to sample all the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you're there for the best of show. And if you stay around long enough, you may get to taste a little bit of the best of show beer, and you already know what it is. Yep. So, it, and we need stewards. Um, like I said, BJCP stewards. Just any any helping hands. Is better can you uh, can you explain for a sec what like a, a steward's role at a competition is? A steward would be um, a person who um, say you've got the IPA class, you've got whatever. Say if it's category forty-two, you'd have the, all the beers in front of you, and you got table number. You're in charge of table number five, and they're doing IPAs. So you deliver the score sheets, all the paperwork to them, and the beer, and they're tasting it when they're done they raise their hand you go out and get the beer bring them another beer so basically you're running beers back and forth to the judges among other things but and when they come back you know you can like you see the score sheets well this is a 28 you taste what a 28 is you taste what 18 is you taste what a 36 is and sometimes it comes back 42 45 you're like whoa i know that i know the difference now in the whatever category it is so it's educational just even stewarding and you get to meet the greatest people you know, homebrewers yeah. and judges. Great networking, great education. Yeah, that's eight, awesome. Eight, ten years. Yeah. Yep. And it's all, you know, you got craft out, you got KGB, um, snobs, us. Um, I hate to mention names that leave somebody out of the piss, but no, you get to meet the other homebrew communities. It's all good. It's in fact we um wanted to come out, you know, like I said, I muled all the, the beer for the west side of the state out last year, but it's just uh, was on a weekend. I couldn't actually make it out to help Stuart. Um, and I'm hoping, hoping to, to change that this year. Last year we had unfortunate plans I already made, but yeah, yeah it's it's, it is the end of July. So it is a lot of vacation, you know, yep. but and then MHF, yeah. you know, it was just a couple weekends after sorting the, we also hold the, the sorting out there. It wasn't bad this year, but when you got, 750 times two beer sortings because we do that about a week before the actual um so we're out there three days we're out there for the sorting saturday and sunday so it's a three-day mm-hmm. affair at michigan beer cup and that's just you know on site and then like you said you guys bring all the beers from around the state and you know dan Prashet and, and nikki and her gang and all that there, there's a lot of work involved in it yep. and, 
So if you're out there listening to this homebrew club and you there are people with hands on it, um, we could use some of you yeah. guys your homebrew clubs to send a lot of beer. I actually got a name. Your name, but come on down. So I've been going through, I've been slowly going through my, our, our show logs as we've been chatting. And I believe that you are the seventh yeah. homebrew club that we've interviewed. So Seven, seven on the 69th episode. On the 69th, wow. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'll get the um, IT guy on the on the meme for that. <laughs> anyway. um, so uh, a little bit more about your club. I mean, for people like, uh, so you meet at Rochester Mills. What was it? I'm yep. sorry. It was the third second, Sunday? Second Tuesday. Second, second Tuesday, Tuesday, 7 o'clock, yep. Um we usually, um, I was here in other clubs, like we let you visit once or twice. If you don't join, I would say 80% of the people who come the first night, they join. Um, and we allow two, two visits. You know, second time is like either, you know, you got to make a decision whether to or not. Um, and we, we've been, like I said, we had six new members last year, which we're, we we're happy with because we we're kind of stagnant for a while. We weren't we weren't getting new people to join the club. We were like, what? you know, this is like in 17, 18, 19, and and guys were retiring, moving away. So we we were chipping away. It was like we need new new blood is always key at a homebrew club. You know that if someone new comes in, they got fresh ideas, and everyone's got ideas. But if they put those ideas into you know helping, that's the big thing because. Everyone's got to be, hey, why don't we? And we always say, who is we? You know that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> not me. My, my, tribe plate, my tribe plate is full, just saying. So, But we're always supporting you. If you want to do something, we'll support you. We'll put six guys on your team to help or whatever. So yeah. We're always looking for that. And uh, we got a pretty good influx of new guys, new young guys into the club. So we're pretty happy about it. We're excited. What's, so what's your what's what's your typical meeting? I I know you mentioned earlier you do beer pairings, but do you guys do any uh, lectures or uh, invite guests? And what kind of things do you guys do? Well, we start out we run it like a meeting. We do old business, mm -hmm. new business. We do new members first. Anybody new comes in, we talk to them. Hey, um, where you come from? How'd you hear about us? Um, how long you been homebrewing? That kind of thing. We always start out with a new guy, recognize them. Hey, your name's Dave. You live in you know some bill whatever so people know if you live in that if you say if you live in rochester guy, oh I live, where are you living so you get that community thing with the new guys so they're not they're like wow what am i doing here i don't know anybody oh, yeah. that yeah. kind of thing so we try to make them feel at ease is what i'm saying yep and um that way they said like, well it's a pretty you know we're these guys aren't assholes i might join <laughs> i uh, if people join our we're facebook group we try to business um and depending on what month it is, like March and April, we're going to be concentrating on Big Brew Day for, you know, because we got tons of hours to put into that and organization and all that. Um, and then we do homebrew topics. We just, uh, I send out an agenda on like Friday for Tuesday. Hey guys, um, here's the agenda. Anybody got any homebrew topics? Somebody email me and I'll put, a, a, you know, whether we're doing yeast, whether whatever the homebrew topic is. Um, sometimes I don't hear about it. We'll just have where people just, hey, um, I, I 
talk about the uh, trouble they had with their beer. I've got a question about fermentation, whatever. So it's a general homebrew topic if we don't have a specific one to talk about. Um, nope. Just the two of us. <laughs> well. I'll be back. I'll be back. No, this is cool. Um, yeah, so I saw you posted their, their website. So people in the area, go check out PontiacBrewTribe.com. Um, head over to Rochester Mills uh, on the second Tuesday for their meeting. Check them out if you're tuning in from Southeast Michigan and Indiana Homebrew Club for sure. Um, what do we got going on with Michigan Brews coming up, Brian? I know next week we're not going to, I'm not going to be here next week. Uh, I have to go to work. Ugh. Yeah, I know. But uh, after that, I don't think I have a specific guest lined up quite yet. Do you? Uh, no, we're still working on. Um, I still got to get a hold of Ken Tram. That's that's on <laughs> me. Uh, we still got to get a hold of Buck Cider. That's on us. Uh, um, the. Uh, um, oh, gosh. I, what am, was it? I am talking with the Siren of Stout. Yep. Sorry, oh, stop. thank you. So I got, I'm just trying to nail down the date with her. Oh, um, oh they're back. But uh, yeah, he's at the bar now. He's, he's no, away. that's fine. <laughs> but uh, no, so so we won't be back on the on the seventh of 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 March, but we will be back. Should be back on the fourteenth of March. Um. And then Brian's got uh, when B-day. it's my B day with your uh, short pours. <clears throat> oh, I'm still talking with Travis about it. He every every time I, I I love I love you, Travis. Um, but I, th- I think he has ideas. He wants me to be the most yeah. successful that I can be, <laughs> and so I think I think he wants to to help uh, with with uh, the video or something like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait uh, until he has a little bit of free time and and see if uh, I can get some some assistance or ideas from him as well. So we'll see what happens there. Right on. Yeah. We want you to be the best person you can too, Brian. I do too. <laughs> so I, I have, I have good friends. I'm all yeah. about it, Brian, but I, I feel like you have a, 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 a huge uh, potential for doing um, some, some cool ass short pours. So I think you should just Travis, I think you should pull the trigger on this one. Cause it was a good episode. And then you can you can jump in and make the other ones uh, blockbuster number one hits. Okay, but maybe maybe I'll do that. We'll see. Yeah. So while you guys are gone, we're just trying to fill in and talk about upcoming shows. But but I'll yeah. catch you up. Brian uh, has started to do a, a shorter version of Michigan Brews called Short Pours, um, where it's a it's a more concise episode where he's documenting his journey through becoming a BJCP judge. So we're really excited oh, to see those out. Those come out. Uh, and then that would be helpful go along with what Brian was saying. But, you know, yeah. So BJCP. Absolutely. Be yeah, huge. that's that's totally the goal is just to do anything that I can to sort of drive. I think uh, we're talking about things we do. November Yep, absolutely. The the, the you might have like cut that, out. I wonder if you guys are lagging behind us real quick. Might be. Might be. You there? Yep. You good? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We're on time. Cool. Uh, most... about, um... Oh, go ahead. 
Um, November, we do a, a, a cider focused uh, meeting where we do bring in all of our ciders. Um, the snobs kind of are our closest um, homebrew club. You guys know the snobs, Scott and Bob, and all those guys. We do. Um, yeah. They go up to Uncle, Uncle John's and buy a bulk, uh, big, you know, 55 gallon jugs of, of uh, cider and bring it back and distribute it between clubs and all that. So we do that. Mm -hmm. um, then we have November cider. We're going to, this this November, we do ice cider versus Applejack. So that's our. Nice. Oh. What, what is the difference? What is the difference? Is, is it a sweetness difference or? It's, it's um, no one is, one is frozen and then fermented. One is. Okay. Before ice that. cider is just, you take your cider and freeze it. Yep. And you take the, the leftovers and ferment that. Uh, Applejack is you ferment the cider, freeze it, and yeah. that's what's left. So yeah, pre-fermentation, uh -oh. post-fermentation. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's neat. Yeah, ice huh. cider. We, um, we did a uh, with speaking of the snobs, we did we their their second annual brew and fish. Yeah, that's right, brew and ice fish <laughs> out of this lake on uh, in Oakland County. Uh, they. Drag out their brewing equipment on the ice. Got a generator. Oh They're brewing beer with the lake water. They triple filter, yada. Don't ask me all the details about that. They brought in like propane beer. fire, like out on the on on the ice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I have no idea how this works. He does. He does the um, uh, the cardboard warmer to keep the propane from freezing. Wraps it blanket around there. So it's yep. It's yeah. the second year we did it. Last year we kind of the had to switch propane tanks to kept freezing. And this year is like you got that blanket around there, man. It's like, well, bring a grill out there, set it on the ice, got a fire pit going, we're ice fishing. And, and this guy from Ann Arbor uh, Brewers Guild came out and he's like, hey, you want to try my ice cider? Going back to how I found out about ice cider difference. Got between. It. So it was phenomenal. I think I like it better than the Applejack. It was, it was, I can't remember the guy's name. Ken, maybe from Ann Arbor? Guy with a beard, go figure. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, um, the snobs did a porter, and we, we were calling it a poo poo porter because of the, the fish, but it actually turned out really, really good. The beer from last year, we don't know yet this year, but I tell you, they have uh, I think his name was Mike, he's their Brit, uh, and and uh, Mark? Mark, Mark, Mark Smith, thank you. Mark. Yeah. Oh, I know Mark. Yeah. And uh, at last year's MHF, man, his cider was damn near. <gasps> man. Yeah. Oh, and that, that. Oh, I'm so jealous. I and want I more than that. Uh, I think he got it from that uh, Uncle John's or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because they wait till the later, the latest they can do it, and they so to get the apple, all the you know the chemicals and the crisp, all the goodies and. And they yep. drive up there and bring back. And then we meet up at Rustic Leaf, the brewery up there in Waterford, and distribute it from there. I'll tell you, you mentioned Mark, what he's doing now. He's doing um, commercial meads for Rustic Leaf. Oh, really? His, wow. meads are, his meads are pretty damn good. I tell awesome. you, those ciders that he had last year were amazing. Yeah, he's a good brewer. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of MHF, which is the yeah. most important uh, thing of the year yeah so you guys you guys bring a pretty great setup and i, I want to call out um your bar gave me a lot of the inspiration about how our bar is built and really uh, and, and designed today yeah i mean i loved your wood burning your your logos 
uh, on that. In fact, I think I remember standing there talking to you about that uh, yeah. a few years ago. You know, so we had ours wood burned with our logo. Um, and then, then, yeah, just like the portability of it. Back in the day when I was building bars and trying to figure this out, I, I remember kind of scoping out how, how you guys do yours and, and some of the others at the club. You guys got a great bar. So I just want to call that out. Tell you a, a little secret story behind that. We took the uh, the snobs. Next time you're at a Homebrew Festival, check out the snobs bar uh -huh. and then check out our bar. We borrowed or stole the kind of the dimensions and the ideas from the snobs bar and kind of added our own. The things on the front of our bar are like kitchen cabinet doors. Nice. And we have a guy that was in our club. He's like 83 years old now. He's a woodworker. Got his own. I'm glad you brought this up, Jason. <laughs> He's a, he built his own wooden boats. He's got this wooden. So he built the bar and everything. And then his son did the um, the burning, the the wood burning. It turned out took him like I want to say three four hours to do that. And then he put the whatever the shellac over the top, and it's it's slick as hell. So we borrowed that idea from the snob. Got to give credit where credit's due. I, I really, I really liked your your wood burning. My my, I, I like how I, I do like how your guys snaps together. You know, with the, with the in, in the front of it. Um, yeah. Yep. We did uh, that. You know, I, I actually don't remember where I got the original idea because mine folds up like a barn. It's, I use barn hinges to fold it up, and I don't. And, and that's the second iteration. But I I did go back with the wood burning and and got ours wood burned. Nice. Um, because your guys look so cool. And that was the first time we ever did a, a, a an epoxy resin. So we poured epoxy resin on ours. Yeah, uh, I don't know what he did, but it looks it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it was that was super fun. Yep, and like uh, I said, it breaks down the the heaviest part is the top of it, but it breaks yep. down goes in the back of a pickup truck. Boom, done. Yep. Yeah, I built I, that's I built mine to fold up and. And then I actually, I mean, it all fits in the back of my pickup truck, but I, I use it as an excuse to get a trailer, uh, you know, convince my <laughs> wife I need to buy a trailer. Got to so, work it. Honey, I need a trailer. Yeah. Why do you need a trailer? For the bar. Oh. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, no, I love your guys' bar. It looks great. And you guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's where, really beautiful. Where you're located there is is awesome. And uh, Yeah, when and, they We've, we've been out there, we started our first year was, I think, 2012 with the old Groveland Oaks. And we went out there with the snobs. And we were standing around with a junk in our hand. What do we do? What do we do? We have nothing. We had picnic taps and kegs, Yeah. basically. Probably had three kegs and, the, you know, one picnic tap. This is in 2012 at Groveland Oaks. And then 2013, we went out. We had a carport, you know, the old the carport uh, tent thing with probably a card table or whatever. So... And then uh, John Bryce built the bar for us in 2014. And we just, every year, like everybody does, you go out there the first year and you look around, see what the hell's going on. It's like, I like that. I like that. And you steal the ideas yeah. and you put your own iteration into it. Boom. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, 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 it, I mean, that's basically our story. I went out there day tripping a couple of years. I came back and told everybody in Kalamazoo how amazing it was. You know, I finally convinced a couple of guys to go with me. Uh, and then they came out and I think, you know, we, like I said, we threw together, you know, bar one, which God, that thing weighed like 500 pounds and <laughs> was way over constructed, you know, uh, I felt bad for Paul one year. Was that two, three years ago, Paul from Livingston? 
Yeah. He was hooking up all, up all by himself, sweating like a son of a bitch. He was a- so uh, this year, I, I don't know. You guys, I, I, I we were there very early this year. Um, yeah. But but this year, Brian Brian and I went up early with with David, our, our president, and uh, Livingston, um, or yeah, uh, Paul and, and Kevin basically, uh, because of COVID and other things, they didn't have a lot of their members participating. So they had, we're 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 very close to them club wise. Um, right. We do some things together, so they had reached out to us and basically donated all of their their bar, their, all of their taps and all of their stuff for us to use, which is why we had so many taps at homebrew fest this year. But, uh, I feel them cause you know, basically me and Brian and David were, were sitting there for, uh, you know, that day before setting up, it's awesome to be like, you know, oh, we had 40 taps at homebrew fest. <clears throat> Fuck, that was a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> Look at that goddamn top, the, the top on that thing. It takes three men and a kid. Yeah. For that. Oh my god but no it was, it was great hopefully Livingston will have enough to to support their own bar and and really this year i i hit the jackpot on equipment so we're gonna we're probably gonna roll in with the 40 of our own taps so awesome but it's gonna get brewing would you guys outside the fort a little bit so the the first year we were there uh it was me and and david jones and matt mcquillan uh we were outside the fort um in the back kind of around right. the side yeah. of it right next to craft kind of sort of right yep yeah and then and then the next year we got to come in next to craft and then everybody thought that we were related to craft <laughs> uh, keepers of the craft are you guys part of craft yeah yeah, yeah. and so we, we were there for uh two years i think and then um and then you know this the we got to move over. So technically our, our new spot is on the same side of you guys all the way at the end in the back. We got yeah. the corner. Um, but but this year, like I said, or last year, because Livingston had such a small uh, turnout, basically only Kevin and, and Paul for a few hours, uh, we took over Livingston's spot. But we're going to give that back next year right. and uh, we're going to take our corner. Yeah. Got to work your way in. I remember that you still have the blackboard. Who drew that blackboard of your guys? That, oh, that was the blackboard was version 1.0, man. That was old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was cool as hell, though. I I might break that out. <laughs> you should. Last year, I, I don't know if you noticed, last year we had TVs and we were all high tech with electric yeah. displays. Yep. That was a pain yeah. in the ass to update. You got to hang that bad boy in the back somewhere for old school time. Seriously. Yeah. That parker was cool. No, I think this year we're going to use the fence and we're going to hang placards down the fence. Yeah, like you guys, I actually like your guys's design where you guys have the 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 boards out front. That's his. Nice. Uh, we used yeah. to. Yeah, we, we first went out there. We had a whiteboard with a with a dry right dry, just you know like back. So yep. like you said, you go out there and you get what people are doing, and you that's the beauty of um, homebrewers is. I, I will tell you what, uh, beer aside, because I've had your guys' beer and it's been great, but uh, the, the best thing, I hate to say it, the best yeah. thing about Pontiac Brew Tribe last year was that shit Colin's wife made. Holy fuck. That Hawaiian food. Oh, that, the, the, the oh. meat on a stick? Yeah. You oh, my God. Meat. <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is. She makes some amazing food. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Next year, have her do that again. That was oh, fucking it was, awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like meat candy. 
God. It's fucking meat candy, man. It's just like, you know, good thing you brought up truckload of that shit because like, <laughs> that shit's so labor intensive oh my god oh, i know because so, it's all hand you know it's all just yeah no i really liked I, I liked how it played out this year with feast of friday or last year you know where it was at each yeah. of the clubs and we could put out food yeah. i mean you yeah, guys you had wait and line up at the pavilion to get yeah. in and you know yeah. it, absolutely it was brilliant brilliant on two points on there they don't have to do that anymore at the pavilion less work for the homebrew guys Yep. And it's kind of a strolling dinner now, strolling yeah. snack. Yeah, totally. It, really, it brought yep. the clubs more together. You know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think we're going to collab with um, the guys next to us, uh, Genesee area, for, for a theme this year. So, not going yeah, to out yet, but. What, what's your theme going to be? Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, we've already, we've already bitched about it. Um, it wasn't last year. It was a year before last our theme was going to be uh, like beer fest games, like, or, or college toga party, whatever, you know, you had the bras out on a board, right? With yeah. The yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah we, we're going to do beer pong. We're going to do all this other yeah. shit. We, we showed up and we half-assed it. I'm, I'm going to totally admit that we half-assed it. And motor it was maybe like eighth to 16th. Yeah. Well, but Motor City Masters did the same damn thing, but they brought it like, Oh my God. You know, and they, they had competitions organized. They had fucking ladders and all that shit. And I was like, I, I took most of our shit and threw it back in the truck. Like, fuck that. Motor City Master kicking our asses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last year was the first year we ever did uh, a theme just because, you know, we were still trying to get beers out there and just trying to, you know, we're, we're at the level now where we can, a theme is kind of for, for a lot of clubs is like icing on the cake. Yeah. In a way, in a way. I feel like we've never been able to pull off a theme. Uh, and, you know, last year, I, I know, you know, we brought, I had the most taps and, and we, we had the most beer, you know, and whatever. But I, 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 I think we brought, we also brought enough wives and girlfriends last year where they all bitched about the fact that we had no theme. Uh, and so I, 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 a few of us put it back on them. Like, well, if you want to have a theme, you guys need to get off your asses and come up. <laughs> yeah. If you complain, you know, do something about it. Right. So hopefully we have a couple of them that are going to help us uh, organize uh, a theme this year. I forgot that was you guys. You had a bunch of bras up on a board, right? No, that was, oh, that, that, was, was me that was the Mead Mamas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Bra-pong. <laughs> yeah. My yeah I sucked at that. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember, I looked over and like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I love Mead Mamas. How great are the Mead Mamas at the Homebrew Festival? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Amazing. Oh, yeah. those Mead slushies. Oh, God. Yeah, the Mead slushies are what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. That, that definitely That's saved me a couple right days. Yeah. For as hot as it is out there. Yeah, oh my God. We went over there Saturday night about midnight and hit the Meat Mamas. And, wow. <laughs> wow. That seems like a bad idea. We just sitting around and they were kind of breaking stuff down. We were just chilling, not heavy drinking, but just, you know, okay. just a nightcap, just a, you know, a, a <laughs> yeah, so sure. 10 or 12 drinks later. No, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I don't even remember doing it at the time, but I, we're going around at midnight or one in the morning to each of the bars and I had gone live on Michigan Brews and I was streaming oh. our journey through and I got up in the morning and deleted the video. I'm like, I was, oh, I was there with you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you 
fell down on camera at one point in time. You know what? <laughs> the nice thing about the Michigan Open Festival is it's it's private and it's safe and it's uh and, and you're camping and uh and, and there's never been a nicer group of guys that take care of each other. Right. Absolutely. Abs yeah, you're absolutely place. right. You're absolutely well, right. One there. of our new guys, um, and we've all been there, make the rookie mistake, hit it hard Friday night. Yep. And then Saturday, you're just sick, throwing up. Where's, um? I'm going to say Frank, because that's not his real name. Where's Frank? Oh, he's in a tent. You know, he's half dead. And you never see him the whole day Saturday. That was my very first. That was my very first MHF. 100%. Yep. I, I remember making it like I think six years to MHF, and before I made, before I was actually able to make it to like the pancake cook-off in the Bloody Mary bar on Sunday morning, because or on not Sunday morning, Saturday, Saturday. Friday morning, Saturday yeah. morning, whatever it was. Yep. Because yeah, I'm mean, like, who the hell is going to get up at eight in the morning and make pancakes at Homebrew Fest? But. <laughs> I know. And then the, you hit the Bloody Mary bar, you're fucked by two o'clock in the afternoon, man. You're just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, where's um, so and so at seven o'clock on Saturday night? And they're just gone for the rest. And it's like, yeah. But man, it's the best time of year. Uh, the best four days of yeah. the year in my world. It really Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yep. Looking forward to it. Uh, I think I saw you put the banner up a little bit ago. It's 170 days away, right? I, uh, yeah. Is it? Okay. 168. What, what did I say? It was like yeah, 170 and well, very quick. The, the, the minutes hours. are accurate anymore. 170. Yeah. 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 Can't wait. So uh, aside from, from big brew day, which we've got, we, we posted about Michigan brew is going to try to be there. Um, what else you guys got coming up? You, uh, you talked about earlier, some inner inter club competitions where you do a uh, uh, clone or, Regular, but do you guys have anything else coming up or any, um, any club activities? Yeah, have you guys heard of the Catalina Wart Mixer? Maybe not. Have we? Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Um, Genesee Area Brewer puts it on at uh, Cadillac Straits in what June? In June. I think so. June. Yeah. Joe can tell you about the competition and what we're doing this Saturday. We're going to Cadillac Straits, and Joe can tell you why we're going there. Uh, so June eleventh will be the big brew day at um, Cadillac Straits, Madison Heights, Michigan. So you show up, I think you guys talked about this a little bit, you show up, bring, okay, equipment, bring equipment or not, mm -hmm. and then you get randomly paired up with another brewer. So it's a two team group. Cool. And there's a yep. wheel with random categories. You spin that wheel, you end up on a category, you brew that beer that day. Oh, I didn't realize there was like a random wheel spin. That's super yeah, cool. You know, that sounds awesome. Sometimes it's like a double IPA or a double session that beer. You have to do a double spin sometimes. Ooh. So, and you have no idea when you show up there who you're brewing with and what beer you're yeah, brewing. It's, so it's random. It's a random drawing for who you're brewing with. And they spin the wheel. Okay, you're doing a Golden Strong. Your team is doing, you never maybe know the guy, maybe you don't know the guy. Joe yeah. got hooked up with what Ken from KGB? Uh, Bob Hart from Bob. KGB. Bob. This year we won. We won this year. So nice. my beer's on tap right now. Congrats. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Thank you. And they'll be at the Catalina Ward Mixer this year on tap when you're brewing. So, so oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. They saved they saved the keg. So in June when that happens, nice. you'll be able to taste that beer and 
It's a Belgian golden syrup. Belgian golden syrup. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, we're as a club, we're going to uh, Cadillac Straits on Saturday. Um, shout out to Southeast Michigan guys. There's a lot of guys. You know, Cadillac Straits has a supply house and the brewery attached to each other. So if you need some homebrew supplies and you want to have a, a quality beer and uh, meet some of the tribe guys and other people, hopefully KGB will be out there because his guy won first place. One of their guys, Bob. Bob Hurt. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be there Saturday. Um, Tasting the um, Belgian nice. uh, Golden Strong. So it came in at 10 6. 10 6, yeah. Only 10 6. Yeah. Yeah. So my recipe is at like 9 5. That's at a little higher, but you cannot taste alcohol, which is kind of a. That's awesome. That's I mean, dangerous. take your. <laughs> so we, we try to do a couple of competitions a year in the club and keepers, and the competition that we just announced, we're actually ripping off Catalina Ward mixer oh, but we didn't we didn't know about so it's it's just it's just a club you know it's an inner club keepers thing but we're gonna pair them up with random people and let them brew you i think know, we have 24 members right now signed up to do it which is yeah. pretty good we didn't know about the random recipes see we've never yeah, done wheel. it it's just a wheel with a ticker on it you spin it and yeah i think a lot of people got the same same beer, so like three people. Yeah, this, this year it was like maxed out. There was like a lot of Golden Strongs, a lot of blinds, nice. and a lot of. Huh. So they're going to tweak it where you, okay, only two. Julian, uh, Brian. Julian and Brian from Genesee. Yeah, run it. Throw it together. Yep. Uh, Julia is awesome, so we contact her. She'll give you the rundown of how it works. But yep. um, this year, starting every winner chooses the category. So me and Bob Hart kind of chose a category, so it's gonna come out before that, like a week before the cool. big event. Sweet. It's fun, you know. You're brewing on someone else's system, and you're brewing with a person you don't even know. So that's just another way to teach and learn. And um, oh wow, I should do that. I never did that, or you know, I gotta grab some more about education, passing stuff forward, and all that good stuff. I really like the the being paired up with you know somebody you don't know thing. Um, yeah, it's very, very uh, yeah just it's good networking. It's good making friends. You'll, you both people yeah. uh, of varying skill levels will probably almost always learn something from the other person. Absolutely, um, absolutely. When when you do yeah. that, um, a lot of people are intimidated by that setup. I could totally, like, yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah. oh my god, you know, people don't want to look bad or like you know. So that's I, I get a good turnout for it. So I, I can it? completely understand that. I, I think that what we need to push and drive is like this community is so nice and friendly and amazing and accepting that like you will never be made to feel bad uh, regardless of your skill level. You know, like um, but that, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about this hobby, but just like I've never met like a mean homebrew you know or you know even the people that are maybe like stuck up like a little bit are still uh -huh. like yeah you know we'll, we'll figure this out together you know sort of thing so i don't know i like it i know i'm trying to think of a mean homebrewer god damn it homebrewers are some of the greatest people <laughs> in the world they really are we are the greatest so. people 100 <clears throat> percent. absolutely Don, oh. Joe, we have you lagging a little bit. So if we talk over here for a sec, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. 
Or they're just we're not lagging. They're just frozen. Or they're or they're just yeah. yeah they're maybe frozen. that's, a, yeah. that's... <laughs> shit happens. Oh, Jason was at a right. was at a homebrew hams that I it saw. Was homebrew hams. Yeah, totally. It was. It's it's custom labeling, right? Hell yeah! You know, I still can't wait. I need to find out where the hell our ham shirts are from, David. Who's not watching right now? Otherwise, he would have said something about a uh, our presidential vote. Yeah, yeah, an hour ago, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bring it up to him later, but um. No, David, David Jones, our, our illustrious president has made, um, he's an amazing artist as well. And he's designed us a, uh, keepers style. No, he was an artist. Oh, he's absolutely look at this beauty. This is, this is pure fucking beauty. Um, he has designed a keepers of craft logo. Uh, to the style of hands, so uh, the guy is is my not. I mean, he's he's like my favorite artist in the world. This is uh, this is amazing, and it actually um, has the logo here, "Born in the Land of Bubbling Waters," which I believe is what Kalamazoo means. So, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, that's cool rip off the, uh... I know, right? A dude is fucking. Is that is that only shirts? That's our new culture. If you look, here's our club logo. Yeah. Keepers of Craft. That's okay. that, that's gonna be our new club shirt. Uh, he totally ripped off the Hams logo. He made this up himself. The guy's a motherfucking genius. I kind of want it in a hat, like. Yeah. Get a trucker's hat? You kidding me? Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like. Wow. Be badass. Damn. So those are hopefully coming soon. Um, but yeah. Hey, one last, not last thing, but one thing I want to talk about what we do as a club. Um, oh yeah. We um, we started a, a charity kind of um last year, a charity thing. Um, you guys know, are you familiar with Veterans Blend Hops? No. No. Um, Yakima Hops, Yakima Chief Hops, got together every year now. They've been doing it. I don't know how long. A few years, they get together with, um, in 2020, when they got together with 30 veteran-owned breweries around the United States, get together, mostly Zoom now, and they say, hey, guys, um, we're going to do, because there's five branches of the military, they they get together and talk about, they vote on what hops they want to put together to make one hop. So if you Google uh, veteran blend hops, you'll see what we're talking about. I just threw the Um, link in chat. Say again? I said I just threw the link in chat. Yep, it um, and Yakima for every pound Yakima Chief sells, they they donate three dollars to whatever charity every year. Year it's a different veterans charity. The year we did it, um, we gave the hops to uh, three different breweries in our area, Gravcap in Oxford Strong, Experimentation in Pontiac, and um, Loaded Dice in Troy, and they took it this. This year, that year's hop was blended itself to an IPA. So they brewed a hop with the, or a uh, beer with the um, Veterans Blend hop and called it like Veterans Strong. What was the other, mm-hmm. the other names? And basically it was a dollar a pint, a charity tap. Wow. So depending on their size system, like Grab Cap was like $1,200 they donated. A couple of, so basically we just by donating those hops, 
it was like um almost two thousand five hundred dollars. Our charity was Tunnel to Towers. I don't know if you're familiar with Tunnel to Towers. Mm. They do um, they build um, mortgage-free homes for uh, first responders and and veterans who come home from the war, disabled and all that. You've seen probably the commercials. Tunnel to Towers. It's T2T.org. I think is the is the uh, organization. So. Okay. And they would brew the beer and we would show up as a club out to there when it's done and um, basically drink beer and uh, give to charity. It was it was a great event. People, We had a banner out there, you know, Pontiac Brewing Tribe donating, Tunnel of the Towers, a dollar a pint. And it, the response, the, the guys were saying, wow, this beer is moving quicker. The beers were really good. Mainly it was like hazy IPAs because that was what it lended itself to. Yeah, sure. Popular. It was phenomenal. So we're going to do more of that in 2021. I just was reading um, K9, K9's Warriors is the K9 Warriors. Yeah. K9 Warriors. It was a 21. Um, hmm. So I don't know what 22 is. Well, so I think we're going to do that from now on. Just buy the hops from Yakima or see if they'll donate them to us and we'll just send them out. So it's, if any homebrew club wants to do that, that's a pretty, depending on the system, they don't really need, I mean, only like, I think three pounds. I think five pounds was the biggest. It was a what was grab cap? Seven Grab-cap. barrel? What was yeah, it was only maxed out at four pounds. Four pounds? What was their system though? Was how many there were seven BBLs. Seven yeah. four. Okay. So four it's not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. It was mainly whirlpool and dry hop. That's cool you guys do that. We wanted dice at two pounds and he was all I think dry hop, late edition kind of stuff. So that and then, uh, that's that's super awesome you guys do something like that like i know i know craft does you know craft versus cancer and you know we haven't really gotten into any community or local charity thing that's i know aha likes that right they have the rad guest award for it that's um, what we're gunning for brother right on oh awesome Dude, if I, I mean if that's what you guys are going for you got our support man well uh, love, love that name it's one of our goals this year it's one of our goals so yeah we did um since we started in Pontiac, I don't know if you know Pontiac. It's it's a it's a kind of a poorer community. So um, we teamed up. I don't know if you guys are at the Homebrew Festival out there. We were giving away. We had a raffle, and we ended up raising four hundred. Joe ran it, and we ended up uh, raising four hundred dollars even, and we donated to Lighthouse of Pontiac to help um, battered women and children. And I delivered the check out there and they were so gracious to us. And it was got pictures taken with it and all that. So it was, this is a cool event. So I think we're going to do that. I hate to commercialize, but no charity at the Homebrew Festival. Um, I'll tell you what, we knew we were doing the right thing. This one lady came up there. Her name was Jane came up there and she's like, well, Lighthouse of Pontiac, Lighthouse of Pontiac. I know they do great work. She whipped out of her purse a hundred dollar bill and put it on the table. Like, Oh my God. So we were like, wow. fucking goose flesh, dude. It was, that's when we knew we were doing something right. It was, it was oh, so that's cool. beautiful. Yeah. So we're going to continue that this year just because it was, it was, it takes a little bit of effort, but it's so satisfying. Yeah. It was good. So satisfying. So yeah, anyway, no, I, I admire you guys well, happily happy to support that. I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, so we'll we'll throw it throw whatever support we can your way, for sure. Appreciate yeah, that. Absolutely. So, and it, it just makes you feel good. Fuck yeah. You know, you're drinking beer, and a dollar a dollar per pint is going to you know a veterans organization. So, and we that just shit just happened to fall on. It's like, hey, we got this veterans hops. We never heard of it in 2020. Like, what the hell? 
We looked it up. Wow, they do. So one guy says, we're all sitting around, you know, how we get ideas? You sit around drinking beer and shooting the shit and like, wow, that's a good idea. You guys know. It's like. It just escalates. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So anyway. It's the worst to pull it off the rest of the Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um... So, homebrew fest. We've talked about that. We've talked about the club. Uh, talked about Big Brew. Brian's got to go get a beer. Um, Chit chat. What else you guys got going on? Anything? Anything exciting? I mean, aside from you got uh, Joe, your beer's on tap. That's fucking awesome. Yep, thank um, you. That's a, that's a first for me. I bet I, the last time was a uh, experimentation. They shut down, and I think before COVID hit, they had a homebrewers tab handle. We got an email from uh, Julia. She's like, "Oh, want you to pair up with our uh, brewer?" And then after that, COVID hit, so that shut that down. So yeah. Experimentation in Pontiac closed down permanently recently. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Now, we, yeah. had a, we had one of our club members win uh, the Bell's homebrew competition right before COVID. And, and I'm sure his beer is going to go on tap someday, but it's been two years now and like, yeah. you know, nothing, you know. It, now, now that it's sold too, it might they'd be like, what? Who are you? I know, right? Like, and he didn't get to go to the um, Great American Beer Fest with him. He didn't. Uh, they haven't put his beer on tap yet. So one of our prizes for Big Brew Day when we had it uh, was you get to the winner of the Big Brew Review got to brew the beer on the system at the mills. This is probably five, six, seven years ago. That was Pinsky. Yeah, back to Pinsky. Urban Rust. Yeah, Urban Rust. Um, he so and now they're just way too busy. They just can't. You know, it's like no, really. You know, time is money with them, and so. It's yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I mean, you know, it's especially, you know, it's it, weirder recipes. Sometimes that shit's hard to sell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, so did, you guys, did you guys uh, enjoy Pamela Canderson out at the Humber Festival? <sighs> <laughs> I was just telling Shannon about her earlier. I'm like, you you remember Pontiac like they had? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to describe her, but I didn't remember her name. So I forgot yeah. about it until just now. <laughs> that, that that was um that's a couple of taps but they used to put it out for Oktoberfest back when in the non-PC world. And they used to serve beers out of there. I'm not gonna, you know, the brewery, the mill. <laughs> At the Oktoberfest, they would, in, you know, the the taps come right out of the cans, so to speak. Yeah. And it was laying in the warehouse way back by their long cooler. They're getting all dusty and shit. And one of our guys said, "Hey, what do you?" I forgot her name too. And it was last year. Like, hey, what did what are you guys doing with that? We we asked Eric. He's like, oh, we can't. You, know, you can't really pull that shit out, you know, except at a homebrew festival. And so, can we borrow it? So we we Joe retrofitted it all, new shit on it, and got it. <laughs> new new hardware. hardware. Yeah. We had all kinds of fun with that. But um, almost anything goes at home. That's what we thought. Like, almost. Gonna do it. So she's now a permanent. She's a actually she's our she's a lifetime member of Pine Brewing Tribe. Now we just we just. <laughs> I mean, you really you would you would have to say she goes above and beyond. So yes, she does. Yeah. Yes, she does. So everything she's we have saying. now, she's going to be the, you know, the. So 
just it was funny. People, people were coming up and taking selfies of it, and it was just <laughs> it's funny as cool. Oh, Jerry yeah. from Craft uh, coming up, he's like, Ch -ch -ch. it was good. It, you know, it's a nice, it's you know, it beats, um, I don't know if it beats um, uh, what's his name's dildo, but hey now, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a sore subject for keepers. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, my bad. Uh oh, my bad. <laughs> no. My bad. What no, I mean, mean, you know, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> let's get uh -oh, oh, let's move on, Jason. Sorry. No, no, you know, no, for, no, for years, story time. Yeah. For years, that was, the, I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show, but for years, that was the, like the mascot of Homebrew Fest, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and it traveled from bar to bar to bar to bar to bar. And, and, you know, it got passed around or it would show up in inopportune places. And, yeah. and that was and, the best uh, part. And, and in the last year that it existed, it showed up on my bar multiple times. Rut row. And it went home with me. And, oh. and it hung in my garage proudly for a whole year. Really? Uh, it may have it got did. a piercing. It got a piercing. It got, it got, it got some <laughs> upgrades. Right, it got some upgrades. And I brought it back to Homebrew Fest to kind of, you know, share it back with the, the community. And then somebody had to get all fucking butt hurt and bent out of shape about it, and the goddamn thing disappeared before I ever got to show it off. So I'm a little, but, a little pissed off. But <laughs> we did get a new uh, upgraded homebrew slot, uh, like club slot out of it. So nice. Because so, uh, does anybody know about the whereabouts of it? I heard it might come back. We're not allowed to talk about it. Okay. All right. All right. Did Pat Hyde introduce that? You don't have to answer uh, that. Yeah, I'm almost certain. <laughs> you don't have to answer that. No, I, I'm, 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 I'm almost positive Pat Hyde introduced it. Yeah. Uh, I was, like I said, I was the last one that it, it, it literally spent a year hanging in my garage. Um, By the suction cup? Yep. Servicing your garage. Yep. I had the suction go to the point that my kids even would walk through the garage with their friends and they'd be like, oh my God. And then my kids are just like, no, it's just my dad's beer thing. You UPS would drop packages off in my garage and I could see the like terror in the UPS guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> it was just <laughs> One of the last times I saw it was someone stuck it to one of the outhouse doors. Yeah. Oh no. And it was just hanging out there, like, and women were not used that job, and they have to. It's like, oh my god. That's probably for the best. That's probably the one that somebody shit in, like shit on the lid in or something like. Oh yeah. Every morning that thing wound up on you know suction in my bar, and and it and it, yeah, so it went home with me and. Wow. But anyway, glad, I, go ahead. I'm glad we're able to bring that up for the first time on, on episode 69. <laughs> it's so Great. fitting. Yeah, excellent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I even, it, it, even, it was funny because, like, the, the video that I made when, I, when we built our brand new bar, right? We had this beautiful Pontiac Brewing Tribe inspired bar. Uh, I, I, I did a, a 30 second video of the bar and it, it it was featured for like one half second in the video, you know, hanging off my bar. And uh, 
And then I was really bummed when we got to uh, got to homebrew fest and we were we're ready to like send it around and uh and then yeah, I got got kind of shit on real quick. But whatever. It'll be back. It won't die in vain, god damn it. In vain. <laughs> I think the guy that about that has moved on. So uh, I believe he has. Yeah, or, or, he's either moved on or no, no longer welcome. He threw a pellet on a fire, and it went above fifteen feet. So wow, man, you're 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 dredging up the past now. <laughs> you're talking about some shit. That's the police. Were huh? any of you guys out there at the at the last one at Groveland? No, so I I left. Oh, I thought you were. I left uh, a few hours before that event happened. Uh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, it, it was kind of a blessing in a way because now we're in an awesome place, dude. I I, I love Aguam. Like yep. where we're at is so much better than yep. what Groveland Oaks used that to be. Totally suited like that. It yeah, totally yep. matches what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. It is. We need to promote the shit out of that more. Get more day trippers out there yeah yeah I, I so i day trip for uh two or three years at groveland oaks and then i've been with uh i've been camping ever since we've been at aguam and then yeah aguam's so much better so it's such a, a great site a great location safe uh yep yeah so much better it's got everything it really does so all right let's see we're, we're hitting about time here. I think you guys, I want to make sure, check out in the comments, we've got bigbrewday.com uh, to come participate or sign up or check out the Big Brew Day. You guys are going to do May 21st. Yep. Uh, we're really hoping Michigan Brew can be there for that. Um, and then, yeah, if you're in, in the area on the second Tuesday uh, in Rochester Mills, second Tuesday a month, check out Pontiac Brew Tribe at PontiacBrewTribe.com. Yes. Yep. Make sure you say the production because we got people showing up at the uh, pub in Rochester. So production no, after a production facility in Auburn Hills. Yeah. There you go. It's all on the uh, PontiacBrewingTribe.com. And there's a contact if anyone wants or has questions about. Hit the contact menu and uh, email us. We'll get back with you. Right on. Um, I would say uh, be sure to check out the the Michigan Homebrew Festival website, the Michigan Beer Cup. Uh, uh, Facebook page, um, and be sure to if you have time and, and availability and, and uh, live near, you know, the Rochester Mills production facility. If it happens there again this year, do volunteer your time to come help sort or steward uh, for the Michigan Beer Cup. And judge, um, and, and yeah, yeah, and judge. But if if you're a homebrewer in Michigan and you don't know what Michigan Homebrew Fest is, then you're reach not out really, to us. Yeah, we will sell you on it. Give us an hour. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, ping, ping, ping anybody. Yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. All right, well, well, guys, thank you for hanging out with us and drinking tonight. Cheers. Stick with us for a little bit after the show. Thank you for what you guys do and having us, and uh, we'll see you down the road, guys. Appreciate absolutely. it. Let's know about May twenty first. As I mentioned, no show next week, but we will be back around the fourteenth with uh, something. Keep an eye on our Facebook. So be on the lookout for some some short pour episodes. Cheers.